Hey there, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Brooks. Join me as I sit down and chat with co-hosts, friends, and carefully curated guests and talk about all the things that empower you to become your best and most confident self. So let's get started. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. Today we have with us special guest, Peggy Ray James. Peggy is a business and marketing coach for specialists and coaches. Her mission is to help women make more money and work less. And she does this by teaching them to structure their business for scalability, streamline everything and sell their offers with unshakable confidence. So if you're wondering what we're going to talk about today, you can only imagine all the good things that really empower you to sell with confidence, build that business and streamline everything so you can just enjoy your life, right? So welcome, Peggy. Hey, thanks for having me, Rachel. Awesome. I'm like super excited to dive in today because I know that you have so much that you offer in your business and then also just overall in general to really boost that confidence from that woman who may just be getting started to they're somebody who's at the point where they're already have a business and they're looking to grow or even scale and how to create that so you can streamline your systems, create an automation and really take that step back to really have this work-life balance that we hear so much about. And I know sometimes that's kind of like overplayed. So I would love to talk about that. But first of all, let's talk about how you got here because this is such the, the juicy nuggets is let's get to how you came into this space. Yeah. So I've been in business for four and a half years going on five and I started as a virtual assistant. And I feel like that's pretty common in this space where you kind of start off small, but I had this idea that I wanted to make a little extra cash as a stay at home mom at the time had three kids. And I was like, I need something more. And, you know, for a while, like this could branch off into a different topic, but I'm probably talking to a lot of women that are like, I need more. And like, that's okay. You can want more, even if you're just a stay-at-home mom. So that was me. I was like, I need something else. I want something that's just mine. I want to build something outside of motherhood. And so I came across this VA world, really this, I should say this online space, because I feel like we're in a bubble, right? So like, we're like, we've been it for so long. It's like, everybody knows, like, no, <laughs> not everybody knows at this basically this whole other world exists online where you can create business and money and all of that stuff. So anyway, I kind of dove head in and I was like, I can make money online and very quickly learned that I was really good at building the business and marketing. And I didn't really love the doing part, meaning like I didn't really want to be scheduling posts or being someone's assistant. And so I kind of started coaching my clients and they like kind of loving it. And I was like, I think coaching is my thing. So I quickly transitioned into coaching after I like matched my husband's salary, like corporate salary. And I was like, you know what? I, I can actually do this. I know how to build a business. And so I transitioned into coaching like a year in and the rest is history. And then I've slowly had different iterations of who I was coaching and what I was coaching. And it kind of has melded into this you know, what I teach women is what I'm practicing myself, which is working less and making more money because I've got four kids and I have a foster daughter. So there's five under eight and I don't have a lot of time on my hands, but I can still make six figures and I can still have the balance and do it all. That's awesome. Cause I mean, you really did pull from your own personal experience, which I think is so unique because I think for anyone listening, who's kind of sitting on the fence, maybe they're in a situation where there's like, but if, if I went all in on my dream or all in on a business, what would I have to sacrifice in order to make that work? 
Mm-hmm. And you took a spin on that and said, you know what? It's not about the sacrifice. It's about creating more of what I want. And so recognizing the difference there, you went all in. I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty of struggles and yeah. areas that popped up and there's had to really combat that. So for anyone listening who's kind of right there, maybe you could talk a little bit further about some of the obstacles and challenges that you faced at the very beginning of your stages, but also where you're walking your client through what are some of the obstacles that they might encounter from here on out that you can really help get that streamline, get that system and create something that is self-sustaining. Yeah, this is really, really loaded because you know you think back and you think of what you did wrong and what you would have done differently. At the beginning, just kind of like fleshing out where you fit in the online space and you're kind of fleshing out what you want to do. And like where your passion actually lies, because that's really the crux of the whole thing. Like if you're not doing something that you don't enjoy, you can try to scale it and grow it. But like at the end of the day, it's going to fail because your heart's not there. So it's really finding what your passion is and melding your passion into your business so that it's something that can be sustainable. Because if you hate what you offer, it's just never going to work. Right. And so sometimes people want to have the answers right away. Like they want to have the five-year plan three months into their business, six months into their business, even a year into their business. And sometimes it's like, uh, no, give it a little extra time, take messy action, and you'll kind of figure out where you want to go. And that can be a really hard place to sit in because you're seeing all these people, you know, three years ahead of you, four years ahead of you, five years, 10 years. And you're like, I want that now. And sometimes you have to sit in the messy middle. So coming back to like, what was you suggest? It really just depends on where they are in their journey. But I think number one is making sure that you are actually have a business that you love and you're working with people that you love and it actually fulfills you. Like that's the start of it all. Like that's the start of building something successful. Does that make sense? So glad that you you said all that because it's so true, right? Because we kind of look for that sweet spot and where I kind of the analogy of a Venn diagram, you have your purpose and you have your passion and where they kind of intersect mm-hmm. is really that sweet spot that creates that drive that's like, no, but this is the intensity that I want to pursue moving forward. And so when you have that, that sweet spot, that's when everything all starts to fall into place. And you do make a good point where it's like, you're coming at different stages, but it's really, again, going back to why you started in the first place, what it is that you're looking to achieve. Is this a business or a brand, or is this a company that you're looking for sustainability? Is this just something for like a quick fix to getting out of debt or getting yeah. out to the next level? And so you really have to be aware of that. So if anyone's listening, is like, I don't know, I just hate my job. Or maybe there's like, I love my job. I want something different. I want something that's more of a purpose-driven mission. Mm-hmm. So how can I incorporate more of that into my life? And so you being working at home, you your mom of five and you have this beautiful business that you have built really based on that need and that desire. So there's going to be a lot of the struggles that come about. And so I think for anyone that's listening can see some of those struggles that they're not necessarily struggles or obstacles that are there to deter you from moving forward, but it's about clearing the way to ensure that this is the path that you want to go. And so when you're building that online business, taking a look at some of those hardships of like, how do I create something from nothing or how do I have something and grow it to that next level? And so I think as you talked about it earlier, being in a space where you were working in a, as a VA and just kind of some of the executions and the implementation to really slow things down, 
I want to take a second here and just kind of talk about the importance of automation and streamlining a business so that you can set yourself up for the goal that you set out to achieve. Yeah. So once you're clear on what it is that you want to offer, like you're clear on your ideal client and you're clear on how you actually want to make money, right? And you're like solid in that. Then if you are someone like me that you're like, I love what I do, but I also don't want to sit in front of the computer 40 hours a week, right? I want to make a lot of money without killing myself to do it. Then you need to simplify, Mm -hmm. right? So when we talk about systems, like systems can be super, super complex or super simple. And I'm like, let's make them super simple. And how we make them super simple is by simplifying as much as we can in our business. And that includes our marketing, that includes our product suite, that includes the systems that we're using on the back end. How can we take what we're offering right now and like really strip it down? Because what I see is people offering way too much. They offer so many different things or so many different ways that it's so hard to create automation and it's so hard to create systems when your business is kind of all over the place, depending on the week. Right. Okay. Yeah, that totally makes sense because I think for anyone starting out there, they get excited. They have that, oh my gosh, I want to do all the things that I want to do now. And it's the reality is you can't. So what happens then if you are at that growth stage where you have a whole array of of offerings at that point because you've been in business all these years. And so you're kind of walking that individual through their customer journey and then say, what if you're in a, a place where you're like, oh my gosh, how do now these pieces interconnect and create that cohesiveness that you have your offers, your automations and everything streamlined. So even though there is that one offer, that is the initial get in the door, get in the space, get that client on board, but then walking them through that value ladder. So their customer journey. And so even though you have this this buffet is what I call it, mm-hmm. of offerings, how can you systematically and simplify the direction of where this customer needs to head? Where like the funnel, you mean like the marketing funnel of where they're yeah, going? Yeah, because I know that there's so many words that can be interchanged and mm-hmm. somebody who's kind of like, oh my gosh, you're speaking a language. Yeah. What is a funnel? Like I use that to pour my my milk into a, <laughs> a yeah. whatever. It's <laughs> so, so true. You know, and so there's a lot of words that are interchangeable or, or kind of cross. So like if you're on one platform to another platform, they're just interchangeable. And so kind Definitely. of making a streamline. So if somebody's like, oh my gosh, she, she lost me at funnel. So what are those kind of basic core foundational steps that a customer would take once they come into your space? Well, it depends on where they come into, right? If they're coming in through Instagram or they're coming in through your Facebook group or they're coming in through your podcast, right? Like the, the idea is to get them is to retain the lead no matter what, right? To retain the lead. The best way to retain a lead is through email. So having a lead magnet of sorts, a freebie, something that they're downloading, that's where I I generally like to bring people in. And then really it's up to you where you want them in the funnel. So depending on the type of business that you have, you don't have to have 10 offers that lead them upward right to the highest offer. You can have two signature offers. Really, like that's again, like that's what I teach, right? It doesn't have to, you can make a lot of money with two offers, you can make a lot of money with 10 offers. It really depends on the type of business that you want to build and the type of life that you want to live, right? So I really encourage people 
to hone in on what they want, not what they think they should have. Because there's a really big difference, right? There's a million ways to slice a business and to actually make a lot of money. But the one that's going to work is the one that actually works for you. So it's determining where do I want them to go after I retain the lead, right? Is that in my lowest offer? Or depending on the lead magnet, you know, I could have different lead magnets based off of the different offers. So I could have a couple. But if we're talking about traditional marketing funnels, right? It would be starting at your lowest offer and then working up. And you're making sure that your lowest offer gives them a taste of the next offer up, doesn't give everything away, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and it's also really beneficial for the client as well, because you don't want to overwhelm somebody that like is in their first year of business. You're not going to give them what they would need in their fifth year of business. Like that's not even ethical. So you're, you're really thinking of that ideal client and the journey that they are taking and you're creating offers that meet them at different stages. And again, that could be 10 offers, that could be three offers, that could be two offers. Right. And so when you talk about an offer, you, that would include your freebie. It could offer a coaching program. It could be an offer for a product or service of really any sorts. Yeah. And getting that client through the door with that opt-in, which is your lead magnet, interchangeable with the word freebie. So all those words are interchangeable. And so getting that client or customer into the door and then what they call nurturing them. So nurturing them through this customer journey or value ladder that takes them on to the next step of their journey so that they can keep that client retention. And so I really want to keep them in-house, nurture them, bring them into your circle, lead them through the next stages, but then also provide different offerings as they come about. Say, for example, maybe you have an upcoming workshop or a webinar or an event, then you can speak directly to your client through your email marketing. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Awesome. Yes. And so that's why I was trying to simplify and, and, and bring it down so that anyone listening is like, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And it is hard because there's a lot of nuances in the online right. space. And that's one of the things it's like it's in the details, right? Mm-hmm. I don't give blanket coaching advice for a reason, because everybody's business is different. You could both offer done for you services, but have completely different target markets, completely different services and offer it completely different ways and want completely different businesses. So it's really difficult to give blanket coaching advice sometimes, but I think we summarized it as best we could. <laughs> and Because I'll be honest, like when I first started out in my business, gosh, probably like 10 plus years ago, it was a uh, it was very overwhelming. And that's why I was trying to think in mind, like somebody who is coming through, maybe they're just hearing this podcast for the first time. Maybe they just started their business yesterday, or maybe they're looking to it in a, in a near short future. And then they're just like, but I have no idea where or how to even begin. I just know that I have this incredible thing that I want to help people change their lives or transform their business, whatever that is. And realizing that they can do this. And it's not as big and scary as one would think, even if you don't have any tech skills. So I know with like online marketing, you just feel like, oh my gosh, you got to hire this. You got to hire that. You got to get this. You got, it can feel like a million steps. Now, is there a certain system or a platform or anything that you would suggest or recommend or even promote that can make things a lot easier for somebody to just get started? You know, not a software of sorts, because again, it kind of just depends on what you're offering. But I did want to add when you're talking about like, this can be really simple. I think where people get overwhelmed and are like, I can't, like, I can't do this. 
is because they try to create the ladder too fast, right? When we talk about that value ladder, or we talk about your product suite, we talk about taking people through the journey. It's like, if you have something that you want to offer and it's really, really good, and you want to get into the hands of people, create something simple where it's a one-to-one offer where you are like, let's just say you're like one-to-one coaching or mentorship or consulting or something like that. You don't need everything right away. You don't need the offer that comes before that and the offer that comes after that. And you don't need the complex freebie. I'm not saying they're not beneficial. Like they absolutely are like in the grand scheme of things, but you get to start with what you have and keep it simple and just create a simple marketing strategy or just to simplify that anymore, even more like hop on Instagram, tell people what it is that you want to help them with and sell it. Yeah. Like yeah, it can yeah. be that simple. And when you split your focus between too many things or trying to learn too many platforms or trying to learn too many different, yeah, whatever, right? Because there's always just endless things to learn online. You split your focus and you get no results. Yes. Such great advice. Cause that, like when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing at all. This was the, I mean, like I said, years ago when I people were just like, okay, go on social and make an <laughs> offer. Tell them what you can help them with. And great advice, but for somebody who's just like, <laughs> I'm going to blindly just throw on a dart and hope, hoping it sticks. It was advice that was so needed for me back then. I was like, okay, once you create an offer and people are opting in, that was like marketing 101. They didn't talk about, great, now you have their email and start nurturing them, create a, an email sequence to get them through this journey into the next stage. And so that way your marketing now, as you had said, retains in your in-house email marketing where you're not then trying to promote on social the next value step when you don't even have those individuals that are at that stage yet because they right. haven't gone to your first step. Right. So, the reason I asked you is because I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of blunders, a lot of mishaps. And I was just like, I don't want people to do that again. So I'm trying to clear yeah. it for, for those that are listening. It's like, yeah, that's kind of where I'm like, just pointing every which way. Yeah. And like, as you grow as a person and as a business owner and your clients grow with you, like the latter kind of creates itself. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what happened in my business. You know, I was, I went from being a VA to coaching VAs, how to build their businesses. And then my clients we're like, okay, I don't want to be a VA anymore. I want to be a specialist. And I'm like, yeah, that's where you're starting to make the real money. And so then I, my, my messaging and my entire product suite started shifting to serve those people. And like, as I grew, I wanted to teach higher level stuff and, and it just, it naturally happened. And that's why I think when you're trying to look so far in the future and plan out every move five years from now, it's like, you cannot possibly know where your journey is going to take you. And that's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like shifting the perspective on that. Right. Yeah. Such, such a great advice. I mean, just, you know, really for somebody, again, having that back experience to somebody who's been in this industry and of course, uh, speaking to you who, who this is, this is your jam. Like this is where you thrive. And so you're kind of getting different perspectives at different stages. And hopefully we've knocked some of those myths or, you know, overwhelming hurdles out of the way. And so kind of helping now at this point, building that streamlined system. And so when you talk about streamlining, what does that look like? What are your automations? How does this kind of integrate? Let's just spend a minute or so just kind of clearing the air on that as well. Yeah. So systems, if I have, are you talking about an offer? Because maybe I'm not quite clear what you're asking. 
Yeah, an offer. So once somebody has come into your system, what is that next step? So they opted in, they love what you got going on. They've opted into your freebie. And now they're just like, this is awesome. This has already got given me such value and transformation. I wonder what Peggy has in store for me next. Okay. So if they're in my email nurture sequence, they're going to get an invitation to join my program. So once they kind of go through that nurture sequence, they can choose to opt in to that offer. And then from there, they get put into the offer and the sequence of events happens there where they get the emails and the welcome and they get the course and all of that stuff. But a lot of people get to the end of a nurture sequence and they're not ready because the trust isn't there yet, depending on when they've come in. So from there, I make sure that there's plenty of ways to interact with me through Instagram, through my Facebook group, through my podcast. And then I create those touch points there. So I'm really good at seeing who comes into my into my email. And I even ask for Instagram, Instagram handles. So if you opt in and you provide, it's not required, but if you provide your Instagram handle, I will get in there and I will welcome you. Right. I'm like, hey, I saw you, you know, downloaded. Let me know if you have any questions. And then I make sure that I keep tabs on them. And I have folders and I have spreadsheets and I have people that also help me with that in the back end. But for someone that is trying to retain those leads and get them to the next step, I would say ask for, if you're using emails, a sign up form, ask for an IG DM, like an IG profile handle, and then reach out, put them in a special folder and make sure that you engage on their stuff, DM them once in a while, stay in front of them. That's going to help so much because so much of conversion happens from that personal connection. Right. Yes. So many juicy nuggets right there as well, because like you said, it's not about just opting in and say, okay, I'm giving you my email for the thing that you said is going to change my life. And then thanks. Maybe we'll see each other on the online space somewhere. And so, like you said, it really is about building that relationship and that trust. And that, like I said, it was something early on that wasn't mentioned. So now here I was thinking that that person understood what to do with it and understood. And so obviously lessons learned, hindsight's always your best teacher. And so kind of coming back to it, it's like we really had to take a different approach into our own marketing Mm -hmm. and recognizing that that was a missing hole. And so plugging those pieces as you go. And I think also... For somebody who's listening, is like, yeah, but so many pieces, so many steps, all the things. It doesn't have to be built all in one day. It's right. about building it over time. And like you had said, sometimes your next offer hasn't even been created yet because your client hasn't told you what they need. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great, great point to really, really pause for a moment and, and, and consider that because as the creator of your business or your brand, you might think from your own experience, you know what that next step is. And so if you start planning the next 10 miles and they haven't even gotten to mile one yet, they might need something completely different or just times have changed. The evolutions have changed. Mm -hmm. And so they might be veering off course. And so your mile two might not be something they need until mile six or something like that. And so recognizing that ahead of time. So not giving yourself that pressure and expectation to get this completed overnight, but yet being patient and walking through that customer's journey with them. And so being slow from the marketing side, also planning your next step from here on out. Yeah. And your clients can be, they're really the answer, right? So one of the, just something like a little, like a side note, so many people want to jump into creating courses right away or programs like one to many models, which I love. And I perfected that, but 
they jump into it too fast without really understanding what their client needs. And I feel like you can't really completely understand what they need until you work with them one-on-one. So if you are a coach or you have a coaching business and you're like, I just want to create a course so I can get 50 people in at once, you know what I mean? Like it sounds really exciting, but going through the motions, I shouldn't say motions, but going through the process with one client at a time, just a few clients is going to help you create this like amazing offer that can be self-study or can be hybrid. But I, I think that's just a, a mistake that a lot of people make. They jump right into creating the super robust course and they need to like do a they need to step back and work with somebody one-on-one first. Right. That's a really great point. And so you mentioned courses and programs. Now would you say that they're very similar or interchangeable or let's talk a minute about the terminology there because there's so many different ways for when you look at online education in that sense where here's a course, here's a program, the goal is to help guide or teach that individual the next step. So when we talk about programs and courses, are they interchangeable? Or I just want to get a feel from your experience on there because I know personally, I've seen them on both sides as a consumer, but also as a creator too, what my audience actually needs. Yeah. I mean, they can be interchangeable depending on what the person chooses to call them. So I think do your do your due diligence when you are researching, whether it's a program or a course, like what does it actually mean? Because again, like the interchangeable, this is an unregulated system, like online space. So who knows? But like a course, let me back up. I'll tell you what I have and what I've done in the past. I have had programs where it's live. Right. So I teach all the lessons live, and that's how they get the curriculum from me. And then there's like group coaching calls. So if we're talking about a program, it's a live program. And then I've had courses where it's completely self study. You get the curriculum, you get the course, there's lessons, there's modules, and then you can get advice from me through like a Facebook group. And I also have hybrid programs, and that's what Grow Business and Marketing Academy is. It is a curriculum, it is a course, and then you also get one-on-one support as well as group support, and you get audits and stuff like that. So I call that a hybrid because it's kind of marrying that one-on-one, that group coaching, that live aspect with the course. Right. And I would imagine so your students and your clients had actually told you in a less than verbal words here was like, Hey, this is what we need. And so being that creator, you're okay. How can I bring the best of both and create something that is now not only what my clients need and want and telling me, but yet it becomes another offering that can be pitched in different marketing strategies, correct? Right. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. They don't tell you they need it. You're noticing that like they're struggling here or they're not quite getting it here. The questions that I'm getting on the group calls, like they need a one-on-one call in there a little bit, 10 minutes twice a week or whatever is not enough time. So I, I have these different ladders. Where other offers come in is when you want to give your clients, at least most people, right? You want to give your clients a transformation. Right. You want them to get good results. But you also have to honor yourself and where your where your pricing tiers are, right? So yes, I want to give you really great results. But if you can only afford a self study course, like I'm going to give you the best that I can, and you're going to have to implement the rest, right? Right. And as they can make more money, then the tiers go up, and that can be really hard for people, right? Like you really want to give everybody everything, but then that destroys your product suite and your value ladder. 
So you have to be, you have to be careful and make sure that there's enough of a difference to make sure that it makes sense for people to move up. I've really simplified things where I have a framework that I teach my hybrid group coaching clients and my one-on-one clients. But the difference is that my one-on-one clients, it's about integration and it's, and I cut, it's customized. So like in the group program, you get the curriculum that basically that's that backbone and you have these smaller touch points with me. You're doing it kind of more on your own. But if you really want someone to like look at literally everything in your business, you want to talk to me on Voxer every day. You want to talk through every mindset block, every this, every that. And you want that integration coaching where it's like, okay, this is the thing that I'm teaching you to do. And here's how we integrate it in your business and we're going to troubleshoot and we're going to tweak and we're going to do this and like that. That is like that higher tier. So what I'm teaching really stays the same. It's just, you're getting the integration at the higher level. Right. And I love that because you have so many different touch points. So you're technically not walking the customer through, through your products, but through the different touch points, which is accessibility to you, to mm-hmm. other group members, to a community all different facets so that they're feeling supported at different stages of their journey. So not so as a creator, it's not about creating more. It's about working with what you've already got. And so yeah. giving options to support that. So there can be, you know, for example, they come into a course or a program, but maybe it's not their learning style. Maybe they need more touch points and they're not going to buy that next offer that you know that they're going to need once they get past that stage because you haven't even encouraged them or supported them to get to that next level. So I love that you mentioned that because it's so such a, I think sometimes an overlooked tactic that before we can move forward, we have to really address what we currently have going on at this point. And so you talked about a lot, like the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Now, from a customer's journey, say they come in through your lead magnet and they get some incredible value from it. They have the transformation. But like you had mentioned, they're not ready for one-on-one because that's a large jump from a oh, free yeah. to a substantially large one-on-one because one-on-one is your highest, most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. So how would you walk them through? So I know you had mentioned about your email sequences. You've got them hooked. They're going through the program or through the, the sequence, but yet you've offered them a program which went from zero to lots. Right. What are the stages to get them? Not only do you are you building the back end trust and relationship building, but allowing them that that space where they can feel confident. Okay, I made this transformation and I'm ready to pull out my credit card and pay that higher ticket offer. Or do you still suggest and recommend that they walk up that value ladder at a monetary comfort that they feel they're ready to commit at that higher level? Most people come in through the value ladder. Right. But there are a few that jump right into the hire and they're ready for it. Right. They have, they still get access to everything underneath. Meaning, if I'm like, you need to brush up on this, right? Or like, we need to refine your idle client. Like, they have access to all that. So I can point them to a lesson instead of us sending, spending an hour on a call talking about a topic. I can send them to different places, like inside the course to help them. But very few people, I would say, jump right into my highest tier because it's about trust, right? Like it's about trust. And so I have somebody coming from a freebie into my audience, depending on where they're at in their business journey, they still need to have trust with me. So I deliver really strong content marketing and build that trust, not only through just like 
value, like just straight value based off of what I'm offering. So it supports the offer, but also through my personal brand. So I'm really big on incorporating who I am as a person. And I do have lots of personal content on there because it's important to me that they know who I am as a human and that we work well together because our our personalities should not clash and you should know my style. So my style is very like, I don't pussyfoot around. Like I um, I tell you straight, tell you how it is. And you know, I, I definitely do it with love. I'm not here to like pat your back and say, like, you don't have to get on, you don't have to market. It's okay. You know, I'm gonna with love be like, okay, kick in the butt today. Let's go. Right. And people hire me for that. So I want them to know that's what I'm getting. And I do that through my personal brand. And that's what gets them into any of my offers. It's generally because they've been in my world long enough to know that they want to work with me because there's a lot of people doing what I do, right? That's why your brand is so important. They want to work with me because it's me and they like my particular take on how to grow a business, which is simplicity. Right. And I think you do an excellent job of that. Like you said, mentioning the the Instagram. So not only are they opting in, you're shooting them a, Hey, thanks for opting in. Let's build a rapport. Let's build a relationship. And so they get to get a taste of you before they're committing and saying, Whoa, I don't like her style. Or like you said, you're a bit more forward. And, and I think that is so important. I actually want to note that in a coaching space, it's not about sugarcoating anything. It's not saying, Oh, you don't want to do it. You don't have to, mm-hmm. because that's just going to put you right back where you were. Yeah, exactly. It's discomfort is necessary. Yourself, exactly. You can talk yourself out of anything. And so what you're technically paying for is having that support of somebody who has gone the path before you, who can come back and say, listen, just do it anyway. Trust me. It's not going to be so big and scary around the bend. It's a little dark. I've already walked it. Mm-hmm. I'll be your light and guide you there. And so I, I love that you mentioned that because sometimes we we miss the coaching style and that is the individual. And so sometimes when we look at marketing and offers, we read on the landing page like, okay, I get X, Y, and Z, sign me up. But they forget about the instructor that's behind it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the biggest selling point. It's like, let's make sure you vibe with that individual because you don't want to be like, shell shock and be like, oh my gosh, she's so encouraging, but in a positive way and things that I needed. So recognizing that I think is so important. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And so I know that you work with with many of your clients to really help build out this system. I know we talked at great lengths of kind of the different stages where they're at, whether they're just getting started into their grow and scale stages of their business, as well as just in their personal journeys as well. So I want to do a quick recap, kind of how we can pull everything together and share a little bit more about how they can find more about you, ways to work with you. I know you have an incredible freebie offer that you are willing to gift our listeners with. If you want to tell us a little bit more about that as well. Yeah, sure. So what I teach is, again, like how to make more money and work less through simplicity, through a scalable offer, like through a scalable business, which includes scalable offers, right? Like if you don't have an offer that you can actually scale and it has no limits, then you don't really have a scalable business. Okay. So I want every woman that has a business to be able to make unlimited amounts of money. So that's really what I teach, like how to create the scalability. And I do that through Grow Business and Marketing Academy, which is my signature program. And really it's diving into the details. I'm not the type of coach that's going to be like, you're going to do this one thing and then 
after this one thing, your everything's going to be magic. No, like there's so many details that go into building a business. And while you can keep it really simple, there is a lot that goes into it. So in the course, in the program, I take you through those details in detail, <laughs> like, cause the details matter, right? The details right. matter, especially if you're in this for the long haul, right? You're like, no, I want an empire, right? I want like a business that's going to create generational wealth. Like you're in this for the long haul, then you need to build it appropriately. So I teach you how to do that in Grow Business Marketing Academy. And like I was saying before, it's a hybrid. So you get that one-on-one, a little bit of that one-on-one group coaching. And then you have a course that really takes you through everything in detail. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that because it's so important. Like you said, everything is in, in the difference of the details, right? So it's uh, recognizing that you're going to have everything laid out for you. You're going to have the ongoing support of your community as well as yourself. And so there's really like, I guess, almost a no brainer. Like, why would they not want to work with you to get them through this entire streamlined system, which is exactly what you just built for yourself is now what you're showing others how to do for their own businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a 12 month commitment because growth takes time and we don't want to rush it, right? We're not here for quick fixes. We're here for lasting, sustainable systems and a business that actually can stand the test of time. So that that's what I teach. And and I have I have a podcast called The Six Figure Shift. And it's it's with this idea that like everybody can make six figures, but it you have to make intentional shifts in order to get to that point. And so that's a freebie that I'm offering here called the six figure shift. And it, it I take you through six different things, six shifts that you need to make in your business in order to get to that point of getting to six figures. And, you know, I've done it and a lot of other people have done it and you can do it with kids under tow and with zero, zero, zero experience. (laughs) Most of us started with like, what is it online? Oh, okay. I can do this. You know, like, so if you're at the beginning and you're listening to this and you're like, there's no way there is a way (laughs) there is a way it's a lot. And it's a lot that needs to be said. It's a lot. It takes a lot of work and some hustle at times, but like you can get to the point where it's easy and you're making a lot of money and you're really, really enjoying what you do. Right. Yes. I I love that you shared all that. So of course, those that are listening, we're going to include everything in the show notes, including the freebie. So you'll definitely have to take advantage of that and definitely check out Peggy because it's not only, not only are you just opting into her freebie, but you're building a relationship with her and she is going to root and cheer for you, regardless if you're signed up for all of her offers or just being a part of her community because she's just that incredible. Yes. So I just want to thank you, Peggy, for spending this time with us and just being a part of our community as well. Yeah. Thanks, Rachel. It's been great. Thank you. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. 